So this week we decided to talk about hair and um personally I feel like hair for me is always something of a like on my day-to-day life it's always changes with my moods mm. or rather when like a big transformation is happening I feel the need to change my hair um that is so funny I was just having a conversation literally earlier today this morning um with a friend of mine and he was like because we were we were watching set uh we were watching set it off and um would call it Jada Pinkett like at the end of the movie had cut all her hair off and she like went bald or whatever and so um he was like you know I noticed that when women have like when women are going through major changes they are you typing no that was my nail sorry Uh (laughs) Um, (laughs) and he talked about his current girlfriend and he said that like they've been going on and off or whatever and at the time like when they were off they had broken up and like right after they broke up she went to go get her nipples pierced. so when she came back around he was like well what's this about and so I had explained to him I was like yo bro like as a woman um when we are going through some like moody shit like we have to be a change whether it's losing weight um, changing our hair color, changing our style, like getting piercings, like these are things that we do um, as a reaction to what we're feeling. So I think that's so interesting that you that you mentioned that. I think it's just my personal experience. I guess in general, I, I'm speaking just mostly from personal experience, but also from like even seeing friends and how they often they, you know, I don't know. I feel like. And I'm thinking back, sorry, I just had like a moment where I spaced out because I'm thinking mm-hmm. back to um, just different moments in my life where I would have like a drastic-ish sort of change. But my change is never really that drastic because I've always been such so afraid of like, just like switching up the look like, actually, no, that's not true. You know, okay, <laughs> this is one of those comments that I've line to y'all. <laughs> no, 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 I honestly just like my brain is going a million miles a minute. Again, just life. Um, but actually, that's not true because the biggest transformation I had was after I had Jack, I chopped my hair off like a whole pixie cut and I totally forgot that mm. I did that. Um, and yeah. that's one of the moments that I feel like women usually do a transition with their hair too often. I see there's a lot of new moms who cut their hair. Like a lot of new moms are more willing to just one. It's way more easier to deal with, to manage mm. um, having the less hair possible, but also like you lose a lot of hair, you gain a lot of hair. It's a very transitional moment. And that's like one of the biggest examples but my second would be, I think now during this quarantine, coronavirus, whatever this is at this point, because I don't know what the fuck it is anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've had a huge urge to change my hair. I've like gave myself the, the, the quarantine haircuts or the bangs mm-hmm. I gave myself, and the haircut I gave myself. We can't forget the quarantine haircut. Yeah. And then I went and I learned how to box braid my hair. I've done passion twist on my hair. I've, nice. for the longest time, have really, really wanted, not wanted, I have this weird desire for locks like I wish I had the boss to lock my hair um mm-hmm. which I think will come mm-hmm. later on in life I feel like mid-30s mm-hmm. I'm gonna have like this whole like chain you know I'm just mm-hmm. not there yet because I also I'm like I, that one and I feel like if I do were to do the locks I would want to like have a shaved head for like a year like I would want to try mm-hmm. every single possible hairstyle ever because I'm a leave mm-hmm. I, need to, I need to do it all um and I feel like uh the locks would definitely be like a more permanent thing But yeah, I feel like so now my newest change, recent most recent change, I dyed my hair like a coppery red. So it copper a copper red like a penny like a penny. Can I like a can I get a flick? Can like I know I haven't even posted anything (laughs) because you know there's okay. So now that I did this, I'm like I need dimensions. So now I'm trying to get my mom to add some like honey highlights. Because mm-hmm. my hair is curly, I can't do all this processing. But I know I'm frying my hair, so I'm like already pre-planning what my next look is gonna be after this one. Like I feel like just at such a transformative part of my life that I feel like I don't even know which direction to go. So I just know I want to change no. now, and I feel like my hair life right now, right? <laughs> Sounds like my life, bitch. <laughs> 
Yeah, but seriously. So then I was, when I was thinking, when thinking about this topic, I kind of did a little bit of research about like the importance of hair and spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I know like mm-hmm. there's the, the famous Bible story about David and Goliath, which to be honest, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember like really what happened. I just know there was like a hair cutting situation. Actually, I don't know if that's what happened. Do not quote me. I don't, no, it wasn't. It wasn't David and Goliath. David, David and Goliath was the, like the, the temple falling, or who was it that somebody cut someone's hair? You're not supposed to. Was it Samson and the Samson and Delilah? It was. It was two people in the Bible. Oh my God, this is horrible. Because <laughs> uh, I know David and Goliath. It was like wasn't David and Goliath like the the big. Big brother, it was like a like temple, tall. right? So that was like the something fell. Oh, listen, let me do y'all, some research. We don't have a we don't have a producer. We don't have a producer like Joe Rogan and like it, a brilliant idiot, idiots and and all these other people. We are two women out here producing ourselves. Figure shit out. Hold on, you know how they do in those podcasts? They'd be like, "Can you go? Can you search that for me?" And then they like, and they'll fact check it. <laughs> yes, I mean we can fact check. I wish I'm my sorry. mouth. I'm doing oh, it right no. now, girly. I'm about to say fact check because I wish but my you mouth keep speaking was as I search, okay? Well, in any case, I do think it is interesting um, that, you know, the connection between hair and, like, you know, when you're going through moods, you're changing it. Samson and Delilah, sorry. Huh? <laughs> Samson and Delilah. Samson and Delilah. Samson, okay, there you go. Yeah. You guys, this is why. Don't worry, we're going to get there. We're Listen, get there. we are the producer, all right? Period. <laughs> Period. We are the women who is fucking getting together, okay? Girl, what is that um, sound? Am I crazy? What sound? It sounds like a click, click. Um. Oh. You're hearing my crystal hit the mic, my microphone. Wait, let me put my <laughs> yeah, necklace on. It's just like clink. <laughs> I do. Okay, so I'm wearing um. Uh, that crystal wants to be heard, girl. I know it is a necklace that wants to be heard. It is a rutilated clear quartz, and um, it's actually really beautiful. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of it. And I'm gonna send it to you. I got it from. You should put that. Put the uh, put the crystal on. On the, on the Uptown Oracle page yeah. so that they can, yeah, so a, that they can our, hear what that a, click was. Our guest of honor. <laughs> our guest of honor. Related. Co- I'm vaping. I don't have corona. I'm vaping. Look, look. I was like, are you okay, sis? Did, oh, my God. Clear did the clear court uh, clear your ass? It's really trying. So before I go to... So the gym opened up. Quick story. Side note. Bloop, bloop. This is the, <laughs> Listen, you gotta follow along, guys. If you're listening, you gotta follow along. So this, so like three days ago, the first of September, uh, New York Sports Club they charged me real quick because the the gyms opened up the second. They went. Mm. It was the night before it even mm. opened. I'm like, oh wow, right. they got their money. Mm-hmm. They got their money, right? So you know me, I'm not working right now, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to the gym every single day. I haven't gone to the gym for six months, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna be in there every day. I have nothing else to do. So I'm on my way and I'm vaping on my way to the, to the gym. And as I'm okay, and I'm like <clears throat> coughing and stuff. And it's like, what? Oh my God. Oh but it's like, I'm like, so embarrassed. I'm like, hopefully nobody saw me. They did my temperature and shit. Nobody really noticed. But I was like, oh my God, for Chase, it's the wrong time. You had your mask on though, right? Yeah, I had my mask on, of course. Yeah, but still, no, everybody's afraid of people coughing. Like, Talk. you can I even, know, you know, can even choke on your own spit without feeling like you're going to like scare somebody. No, for real, for real. The pop blood vessels trying to hold in cause, and that's not healthy. But like that, that adds facts. Like if you do a little <clears throat> too hard for me or too too many times for me, I'd be running. I'm gonna be, be like, running. you good? <laughs> like you good? Um. You so good? wait, what's what's the crystal you have on your necklace? See, you gotta follow follow along, audience. We're back. We're back uh-huh. to the crystal, and we're back. Um. So the the crystal that was talking through my mic was a or is a rutilated clear quartz crystal rutilated because there are bits of stripes um i think it's tourmaline it looks like tourmaline on the inside i'm gonna take a picture it's really really beautiful and it's also it sounds really, really pretty heavy. yeah it's really is really it yeah she wanted um, to be here today she was like uh I'm it, here. yeah she needed to be here she was like um we're all here thank you <laughs> um so that is who you guys were hearing clickety clacking against my mic. So excuse her. Yes. She's trying to be. Excuse rude. her, okay? 
<laughs> All right, y'all. So now that we're done with the chit bullshit, uh, <laughs> let's get back to it. So she did say that um, we're talking about hair and the connection with spirituality. And what I was saying was, I just think it's interesting how when our mood changes, you know, you did point out when our mood changes, you know, women, or you say for yourself, but I'm going to say for a lot of women. Um, I mean, no, um, for women in general, I notice it too. Yeah. Like, if you think um, of them. We change our shit. And, like, depending on our moods, like, when we're feeling up, like, when we're feeling happy, when we're feeling giddy, and when we're really feeling ourselves, like, our hair is on point and it's pristine. But then when we're feeling like shit, you know, our our hair reflects that. And spiritually, it's the same thing. So I do think it's interesting. So. Tell the people what you found. Well, I was going to say a great example of when women in general change. And this might be like on the pop culture end of things. You know, when Rihanna went from Mm. upon the replay Mm -hmm. to Umbrella and that cut. Yes. That first. Mm -hmm. And that's when she was like, here I am, bitches. And then when Mm -hmm. she went even shorter, she was like, Y'all don't hear me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I'm here, you know? And, and but Rihanna's, oh, Rihanna's the greatest example of just like being a freaking chameleon. Like, even just that red hair look from that other album. Remember when it was that long mm-hmm. red hair? Yeah. And that, just that, yeah. You know, and it's like that body wave kind of red yeah, hair. Yeah, but it was just straight red. And she's yeah. a great example of like changing your hair for your for your feelings and how you're transforming. But what I did find was I said, there's a spiritual, I don't want to say spiritual, just like a really like deep thinker on YouTube that I've been listening to for years on and off. He's this like black guy with like a really nice voice. And he's, his his name is Infinite Waters. And he always goes, peace, peace, infinite waters. I love it. You mean Ralph Smart? I didn't even know his name. I just think his name is Infinite Waters. Nah, his name is, I mean, I sometimes watch his videos on YouTube. His real name is Ralph Martin. Peace, peace, infinite. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoy some of his videos. I have it takes a little bit for me to kind of break through his. Because they're long, but you know what it is. But he's him. but he has gems. Like. Yeah, he has gems, and I like his his like just peaceful nature. He's a Pisces. Girl, his name is Infinite Waters. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't get more Pisces. He's a Pisces, and he was born on the third. That's so well, I know a lot about this guy. That's I know, and you're like, I can't get into his videos, but he's a Pisces, born on the third. Remember, zero one five seven eight. Moving on, moving on. Don't come to me. Um, but he was talking about in this video that I found. It was like it's a seven it's seven years old so it's an old video i don't watch all his videos it's just whenever i'm in the mood i want to listen to that just a, like a few seconds of him talking just always feels good so mm-hmm. um he says that hair is an extension of the nervous system mm-hmm. hair is a transmitter of receiver a, a transmitter and receiver of energy a tracker so if you can imagine that a receiver of short you know like in simple terms if if you're in Jersey, this is an example. My my mom works in Jersey. She's a hair lady. She says the hair, the water over there is so bad. A hairdresser. A hairdresser. Mm. <laughs> yep. She is a hair. She's a hairy lady. No, I'm kidding. Um, yep. So she works in Jersey. And no offense to any of her Jersey listeners, but she says the water in Jersey is so bad for your hair because she notices the differences mm. when she washes her hair in Jersey. And then does it. Mm. And when she washes it at home and does it. And like she mm. notices a difference. So already there's receiving the, the energy from this not such so good water. Yeah. yeah. But as a transmitter too, it's like when you choose to change your hair, you're transmitting an energy of I'm changing too. Like from the, the yeah. top down. Like it's almost like a, obviously a reflection of you. And it's also a reflection of your diet. If you, if you want to get into like all of those yeah. specifics. Because like if you eat really bad foods your hair will be brittle will be dull will be falling off will be whatever if you have a lot of vitamin a and uh, and you take CMOS or stuff like that your hair's gonna be super sh- and it's like it's crazy how again it's almost like your skin it's like it's all it's all connected i hate that i do that yeah. every freaking episode but it's so fucking true it is it is and on a spirit on, on a more spiritual level right why do you think our people wrap our hair our hair you get what i'm saying in those 
beautiful head wraps and head scarves. They, you know, it's not for style or for fashion. It's for culture, yes, but it's also for protection. Yeah. Um, because on a spiritual level, right, our hair is like antennas. Okay. Yes. Okay. Why, yes. Sorry, uh, I get excited. Of, <laughs> you're okay. You're good. You're good. Which is why, like, the people of the diaspora has a hard time um, keeping our hair flat. Our hair always reaches towards the stars, right? We are the only ones whose hair reaches towards the stars. And that is because that is, like you said, a trans, a transmitter, a transmission. Transmitter. You guys. Uh, transmitter, I'm a little high. I'm a little high, guys, so do not mind me. Um, but it, 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 it is a transmitter. It's a communication tool between um, the spiritual realms and the physical realm. And so if things are being sent your way, that isn't of the greatest and highest good, um, protect your head. Protect our necks, but protect your head too. Um, because it, it, it is very important um, to understand that our hair are, is antennas. And then on top of that, think about all of the stuff that our hair holds, right? Not only the dirt and all of that stuff, but think about the chemicals and the compounds that we don't see that our hair is holding on to. And then it seeps into our skin, seeps into our brain, like it's directly to our scalp. So wrap your hair up, do protect yourself. <laughs> Well, no, um, when you mentioned antennas, I know that I, like, a while, a long time ago, read about how the, um, when the, um, what's the right word to call them? The conquistador? No, the colonial assholes who took over America. Okay, yeah, the conquistadors. The conquistadors, whatever. The conquistadors sounds too yeah. romantic to me. Like, oh, you like. Is it? Nah, those, weren't those, like, the colonists? Yeah, but conquistador in Spanish, I don't know. It just gives me like this like romanticized version of like oh. completely evil people. But um oh. <laughs> that's that's your fucking novella's fault. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> uh, con- yeah, too, because conquistar is also to to flirt and like get is it the right word? Actually, no, ignore me. My Spanish has been so off, but that's another, <laughs> that's another podcast. Um, so that they when they first came to the Americas. Mm-hmm. That they were they would cut the Native Americans' hair off because that was they felt that was like an antenna mm. for them. It was like a way to, mm. their connection. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, their connection and to um lose weaken their strength almost. And mm. they, they would yes. go through the hair first. And so yes. I always think about that when I think of the antenna, mm-hmm. the this like spidey sense almost, like this like extension yeah, of because the hair because the hair also for men, um, that's why men who have locks typically grow their locks long right because the locks represent strength it represents manhood um it represents even even the women who have the long traditional long beautiful hair down to the ankles um because our african women do grow hair down to our ankles okay do not be fooled um that too represents so much like if you think about the journey that our hair has been through and all that it has resisted to grow that long, like yeah. that also signifies and dignifies like the transformation and the growth you too have gone through on a physical and spiritual level. I think um, too that's why it's so cool when you see someone with really, really long hair because it takes so much patience to mm-hmm. <clears throat> not cut it, so much resistance to not cut it. And is it like such an extension of your patience, of your resistance, yeah. of your like of yourself and of your day. and of your tribe and of your tribe because if you really want to get tribal, if you want to think about our ancestors, our ancestors had specific hairstyles to their tribe so that they can identify their people. Yes, so it's funny you say that. I know you mentioned like the Bantu knots. Does that come from a specific tribe or world? So that's so funny. Okay, so. I wanted to talk about Bantu because um, good old sis Adele was out here representing for Carnival, okay? I'm not mad at her. I'm not. I'm not mad at her at all. I call it appropriation. I, I don't because you know why? I don't. Let me tell you why. And you, you, can, you, can, you, can, you, know, you can disagree and that's totally fine. 
Yeah. And, you know, I might agree with most of your points, but this is why I don't think it's appropriation. Because for me, appropriation, it comes more from when it's like a monetary thing, like when someone's gaining from something that was in the past, like not like she's she would be gaining like when the kardashians would sell you something that's like we've been doing that but she wasn't mm -hmm. selling anything she was chilling celebrating in mm -hmm. like her hometown or whatever which apparently she and it was at a festival situation so i feel like that's more appreciation okay so, like i don't see like that like as an evil like oh, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make money for somebody else's no, like i don't think it was evil like, I don't, i'm being dramatic I don't, yeah i don't think it's more I don't think it was evil. I don't think it was ill intent. It it she could have been admiring and appreciating, but there are ways. If if you are not of the diaspora, there are ways to honor that and appreciate that, right? And I don't doubt that she's been going to carnival, right? Because um having a lot of Jamaican friends, you know, I actually was having another conversation recently about um the connection between Jamaica and the UK. And like how how the influence of Jamaica is really really heavy um, in the UK. So I don't doubt that she's been going right. I don't doubt that at all, and I don't doubt that she loves the culture. I do not doubt that. Okay. What I am not okay with is her rocking traditional hairstyles to people that that is not of her lineage, for her to wear print that is not of her lineage because yeah but i don't think that's to, fair. But listen 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 big on me big on me <laughs> there are ways to um say yo i'm here at festival without wearing what our people wore like yeah but she's not wearing she was wearing a bikini that had a flag on it that's not that had a flag on it yeah but i don't think that's, 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 that's not, yeah, but i don't think that's traditional garb it's not like wearing like like uh, like uh, that chic like a print oh, like, like a print i, I understand that if but, it was a dashiki i would have like all right she went too far but she's wearing a bikini like it's like if if, if she went to dr and was at a and also band and also band two knots and also band two knots but what i'm saying is she could have wore a bedazzled bikini and she could have had these big, beautiful, bright colored feathers. And we would have gotten the point because there are many women who do that. They don't even Yeah, but that. I think it me playing devil's advocate. I think that would have been a problem too, because someone out there would have been like, well, that's our, like carnival is not our thing now. Like it's so easy. Like it, I feel like these lines, like I feel like there should be a, a place where people can participate in, in stuff and not be, I don't know. I know exactly what you're saying, but I don't think she, I don't think she did was appropriation. And like, then also, and then also, on it. like how many people you see wearing those, like, wearing those um Jamaican color like mesh dresses? I've seen all kinds of girls wearing that kind of stuff, all colors, and like I don't know. So I'm, I'm, also, I might be wrong, but I don't. I don't also, um, you know, it did create buzz. It did create buzz for for people to talk about her. Um, I'm not sure if she's dropping an album soon or something like that, but it did create buzz and it did create press. Um, whether it's good press or bad press, it got her name buzzing again. Um, aside from the fact that her name was buzzing from her weight loss. Because um, that buzz yeah, and then it the, quiet the, down. How, that buzz and then it quiet down. Skinny. I feel like how the thing but, is that she, she, everyone's like, oh, she's skinny now. Like if she was, no, big, if she was mean, big out there, no one would have been her no mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just personally, personally, um, for all for my white friends out there that are listening, I love y'all. And if we go to a festival and if we go to a carnival, so I have a question. You can, yes, if she would have won a tank with a flag, a specific West Indian flag, would that have been? Okay. I still no. I still no flag like, at a festival. She... That doesn't make sense. If you come to the, if you come to like um if someone that's white that goes to the Dominican parade, they're not supposed to hold the flag or wear it. Like I don't feel like that. Is, I that's mean, a, I've gone to I've gone to parades. I've gone to Puerto Rican parades and Dominican and Jamaican parades, and I have not. I personally don't feel comfortable. Um. Just you're in celebration with the people. It's not like you're out outside yeah. making money off of the people. You're like celebrating with them. It's like it's like fusion. I think it's more like a fusion yeah. in that sense, in a festival sense. Again, I know, that, yeah. like, I know that. But I, 
I get exactly what you're saying. I'm not trying to invalidate you at all. I just also want people to be able to participate in in cultures. There has to be a line where you can participate. Like, you know, when you like, if if a dude, like a white dude, was like at a at a at a parade and he was wearing a Jamaican tank top, I wouldn't think that's appropriation. I think he's he's wants to celebrate Jamaica. Let me tell you something. When I see white folks with locks. But lots that. different, and not even that. I there's, there's a lot of been too not. But yeah, because all right, locks now. If anything, because why? Why is a white dude wearing locks? Like that takes commitment. A bantu is just a rap. Do you see what I'm saying? Like I'm trying. But to, it's, I'm saying, it's if, not if just a rap right. though, because and and, and just. I'm talking about compared to a, a a lock that takes weeks months years to lock especially for a mm-hmm. white person compared to a a, a bunch of uh, what would be a bantu knots which are essentially a bunch of uh buns like skinny buns so was it okay that gucci did it because gucci did it on their runway gucci did what no but gucci's that's what i'm saying gucci's making money off of that that's yeah, but Adele, that's the difference is for me. i feel like i'm talking about i feel like one, i feel like once your name like especially somebody like adele um when your name is buzzing and buzzing, you know, that goes to people. Like, it encourages people to search into her stuff. But people who don't really know Adele, like, if I didn't know Adele, I would have been like, damn, who this white bitch? And I probably would have gone and I probably would have listened to her music. So that creates streams, which creates money. Like, you know what I mean? So it I, for me, personally, I just, for Pache, I just don't feel okay for people that is not of the diaspora to wear and dress like um, people that is of the diaspora. And I agree with you. Can like walk 90, with us. I, you can I, walk with I us. agree with you like 97% of everything. You can walk with us. I, just, I feel like not, you can walk with us, but I just don't want my my white homegirl to be fucking wearing a black pride flag bikini walking next to me. Like, Wait, what, what, like, what about like a black lives matter shirt though i don't even wear black lives matter shirt but i'm just saying like i feel like the line is so I mean, thin and it's not I, like yeah. well, this is the thing and the thing with the adele when i was reading comments on like the shade room and all that stuff it was very mm-hmm. mixed it was very mixed reviews so I don't yeah. think me and you are the only sure. having this discussion this way yeah you know yeah. again i agree with you like 97 percent, 97 percent. yeah my <laughs> it's true but you know like when when you if you go to jamaica you go to the airport they sell jamaican bikinis you think there's not my yeah. you know people who are tourists who are spending money in the in these places buying these things like you know what I'm yeah. saying? so there is a line and i think that nuance should be considered meaning like like obviously i don't want gucci putting fucking bantu knots no fuck them because that's clear appropriation in the sense that they're making money off of something that was that came out of our pain or our our successes right and i'm with you a thousand percent on that but when i see a dog to see a white girl she feeling her body she want to celebrate she you know, I don't. And who did those bad two knots? For? You think she did them? I don't think she got the kind of talent. She had to have somebody who's maybe yeah, black who did them. You know, again, there's just a little humor there. This is a little yeah. humor there. Again, I just think it should be yeah. little nuances because there's always like, there's always a conversation to be had. There's always, of course. And and, and I want to bring it back to what you said about locks. You know, there's mad cultures that have had locks though, like Asian cultures, Scandinavian cultures that have done locks, not in the way that. Jamaica has made it known to be and and people of the diaspora because Dominicans are filled with locks. You know, DR, you find them all, all over the place. We're part of the diaspora. That makes sense. But I because Jerry, I remember reading about this because when Jerry Millen, remember the the in um the Asian basketball player? Okay. He was oh, really yeah, good in the Knicks and he was really good. Really and then out of nowhere he got locks, right? And everybody's like, Oh, you can't have locks, da da da. And then I read an article, I don't remember where this was a long time ago, that spoke about other cultures that do have had Locks. So, you know, I'm just saying there's a lot of nuance in all of these conversations. That's my only thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just a black ass woman. And, and I'm not, I'm not negating that. I'm not negating that at all. And I really don't want to come no, off. I know, I'm, no, no, you're not. We're having, yeah, no, you're not. I'm just saying, I'm just like a black ass woman who truly believes in my heart and spirit and soul that um, Africa is the originators of the people. And you know everything that that has been cultivated has had influences 
from our people. And I also think that um, right now, and this is my personal belief, that um, we have given as a people, we're just so nice and we're so kind and we're so forgiving and we're just so like, but what if, but it's okay. Um, I think that those it's okay um, mindset, go, it goes unchecked, can be taken out of proportion later on, whether it be the same person or somebody else different who was influenced by that person. And so saying things like, Adele, we appreciate that you fuck with the culture, right? But um, you didn't have to rock that because what if later on some, you know, white younger woman comes up, blows up, sees that and, and is encouraged by that and then uses that, you get what I'm saying, to market. Um, I feel like these type of things need to be nipped in the bud so that it doesn't get blown out of proportion so that our style and our um, our history remains sacred. I, I feel like once things is um, infiltrated in that way, and it already has been um, from a long time ago, but, you know, I don't think that we should continue to stand for it. But when it's infiltrated, like, we, our people are starting to try, at least trying to get back to the culture and get back to understanding where we get even our dances from, you get what I'm saying, our style from, our stand from, um, the way we the way we carry ourselves. Like all of this is cultural shit. And so when I see someone that is not of the diaspora, it really kind of like low-key triggers me because it's like right now in this moment, our people are uprising and our people are really trying to go back to who they were. Like they're trying to remember. And you're kind of interfering with that a little bit. Um, you're kind of distracting us from that a little bit. And so where you can stand with us and you can march with us and you can do whatever with us, you do not have to wear what we wear. You do not have to dress how we dress. You do not have to do your hairstyle how we do our hairstyle. Um, get fancy. Get cute. You can totally do that. Um, but do that in your true self is all I'm saying. I mean, I, again, I definitely agree with you, like, 97%. <laughs> and yeah. it might just be my Libra stuff that's, like, I just think the more, I think cultural appropriation is definitely something that should be checked, and I'm with you, like, I really am with you on that. I just also think cultural diffusion is something that's only going to, like, continue to happen, and things are going to morph and change and grow, and I'm for that as well. I do, I'm not for appropriation, mm -hmm. but I am for, like, seeing how we continue to blend look mm -hmm. just look at like how latinidad and, and, and will mix with african-american culture and create beautiful shit like mm -hmm. it's gonna sound corny but like drake making us um aventura making a song with drake is like that's a dream come true for me mm -hmm. you know? so that's what i mean when i'm like mm -hmm. i'm not totally against there being fusions and stuff that come from a good place but obviously things need to get checked so so you so people don't take advantage and of course we want to we want to have our yeah, own shit. that's what i'm we want to have ownership of. of the shit that we create and i think I, that's, greatness what I, that's what i'm concerned about yeah but that's 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 it's what deeper I, than just it, i feel like it's deeper than just like adult, I, I, I of course of course spark the conversation of course of course i mean i was um, talking about adele just because i didn't think she meant any like i didn't think she was trying to appropriate you mm -hmm. know and again this is a, a discussion that's based on two different perspectives um and i totally yeah. totally understand what you, it's crazy how much i understand you i'm just like my little <laughs> bug on my ears like but don't forget to let her know this part though mm -hmm. which is like I have, that's why i can't shut up but um, yeah. But no, I totally understand that well, it's way so deeper than just a hairdo. It's like it's 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 an identity that's always been um, in defense mode. So it's like, of course, you you want to take care of your shit. You want your shit to be your shit because they they always trying to take your shit. Like I get that. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. I yeah, fucking get that. I feel that way with just even like how hard I, I, I rep New York or how hard I rep being Dominican because it's like I hold dear to that shit because that's that's my identity that I've always had to defend that. So I'm always gonna I'm always gonna defend yeah. it. You know, but but for me I'm all about nuance every now and then. Like, you know, again, this is it's a hard conversation to have because you're not wrong. Like, you know what I mean? You know? 
just well let's get into the band too yeah girl, we went so, off on a woof on a long listen we, sorry we guys. got thoughts and shit all right we got opinions I'm like, sorry guys <laughs> we got opinions and shit um so bantu actually means people in many languages um in many bantu languages or dialects, are there a bantu, bantu people bantu are there like a bantu tribe and bantu compromises over 400 ethnic groups in africa oh amazing so migrating into the regions of Cameroon, which is Central Africa, Southern Africa, um, and Eastern Africa about 2,000 years ago. And there are many variations to the Bantu language, um, but they still maintain their common custom languages. So the people, uh, the people from this, uh, this migration still speak the Bantu language. Um, the Bantu, wait, where am I? Guys, I'm reading some notes. So excuse me. Hold on. Um, okay, so the Bantu in Somalia are, are originally from the ethnic groups in what is today known as Tanzania. And excuse the rest of my um, enunciation. Excuse me. I'm going to apologize in the head. Malawi and Mo... Huh? I think that sounds right. I hope. Yeah, Malawi, I hope, <laughs> and Mo Mozambique. They were brought to Somalia in the 19th century as slaves. Um, Bantu Nats are said to have originated centuries ago with the Zulu tribe in South and West Africa. Today, there are numerous tribes of Bantu-speaking people across Southern Africa, Zambia alone, alone recognizes 72 distinct tribal groupings. They follow ancestral practices and beliefs to varying degrees, with villagers in more remote rural areas typically leading more traditional lifestyles. So they definitely still live how they lived 2,000 years ago. Um, colonists later ransacked the country for natural resources. Of course, they stole our shit. And many of what and many of what the Bantu people built were either destroyed or abandoned and they slowly dissipated. Um, the colonists first discovered Bantu speakers in the 16th century and by the 19, by 1960s, which is not too long ago, my mom was born 1970. So by the 1960s, Bantu replaced the term native um, in the official government usage in South Africa. Um, they they really didn't like the word native. So the name held many emo emotions. Um, it was used during the apartheid, which is an official policy of racial segregation, formerly practiced in the Republic of South Africa, involving political, legal, and economic discrimination against non-whites. Um, and so many Africans began to despise the term. So eventually, uh, the Bantu was replaced by black and Bantu returned to its original meaning in reference to Bantu languages. So that's why I got a little heated. <laughs> no, I, I totally, listen, I totally understand. And I totally, <laughs> listen, I, I totally, totally freaking understand, girl. Trust me. But I do that's, I do think that's interesting because a lot of this um, is, is fairly new. You know what I mean? Like, we're, and, I, and I say to my, my sisters all the time, like, we have to be easy with our people. We have to be easy with one another because if you think about it, like, we really weren't that far removed um, from oppression. And we're still suffering from oppression, right? But it's a different, it's a different space and it's a different form. Um, so we're really not that far removed from um, gaining independence in certain areas from, you know what I mean? Like, gaining liberation yeah. excuse me things like that so um you know it it still is very sensitive no yeah <laughs> but um i do think it is i do think it is interesting that um that the bantu like that bantu compromises over 400 ethnic groups like people look at africa and they think of what ghana they think of Sierra Leone, like, Sierra Leone. I'm sure the people that listen to our podcast are aware of this. 
are well aware. Absolutely. I'm not even talking about listeners because those who are listening are definitely on our frequency. But just like, you know, just like as as a collective, I just feel like, you know, there are a lot of people who are just realizing like there's so much more to Africa. Like there's so much more to the people. Um, and I actually just recently watched Black is King for the first time. Yeah. And I, yeah. And then I fucking went to sleep and dreamt about it. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> not that even, that might have been spirit talking or ancestors or something. Yo, not even bullshitting, bro. It was so crazy. I woke up like, and when I was waking up, it was so, it was so weird. It was so, so weird. But like. Hello. Hello. Oh. You know, like, where she No, because no, I was thinking, okay. I was like, that's really crazy how media like plays a part in our subconscious. Girl, mind. one time, do you remember um, there used to be, side note, there used to be this commercial where there's like a basketball in like an empty hall? And, but anyways, I remember just waking, like sleeping and dreaming of this basketball it, <laughs> in an empty hall, and it was from this stupid commercial, which, whatever. And my dream is not as good as yours, obviously. Beyonce was not in my dream. Mm. <laughs> well, Beyonce wasn't in my dream either, but like Mother Africa was. The scenery, <laughs> yes. That's yes, nice. no, Maybe it's like some ass. ancestral. Yo, no dead ass. Um. So yeah. So that was my little research on Bantu, which I thought was pretty. Cool. I mean, I I don't really have much else besides the what I mentioned before, except. That another group that like you have heard of Fula, Fulani braids. Of course, I love Fulani uh, braids, and I know I'm to buy them. Guys. Yes, and they come from the Fulani, which are primarily Muslim people scattered throughout parts of West Africa, like Chad. Um, mm -hmm. so they they cover like Nigeria, Guinea-Bissau, Mali, Central Africa. Like it's it's a yeah, wow. and and even that I feel like in the past couple. Years, maybe two, three years. I've seen them all over YouTube. I obviously don't have, do not have the skill to do them on myself because I would, because they're absolutely beautiful. And like, if you look up the they're Fulani beautiful. people, they're had, so beautiful. I know. I had um Fulani braids one year, and I was like, "This is fucking." Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Like, and the way they use jewels and stuff, it's very impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's so beautiful, so beautiful. I like. Hair is such a beautiful representation of who we are as a yeah, people. And I mean, even if you think about like from a YouTube, um, you know, looking through a YouTube class, um, a lot of YouTubers, hair, hair YouTubers were using Chevy powder, like for natural hair and shit like that. Because you also talked about, which was important, like what we put into our body will reflect our hair, yeah. right? And so instead of putting Pantene on your hair, maybe put something natural mm -hmm. on your hair, right? And oops, I'm not coming for anybody, but I'm just saying. Um, but the, the YouTube community was using Chebe powder. And Chebe powder was great for like grow hair, right? And when they looked, um, I'm not sure the the tribe name, so excuse me for this. Um, this was a while ago when I, when I was looking it up. But these people... Oh my God, like, oh, their hair, I love them. I love my people. <laughs> the hair was down to the fucking ankles. Yeah. And they would just take this powder. It looked like. I think I've seen it. Is it like, does it look red? Like, not a red clay. Like, right. It's like a red. Yeah, yeah. It's like a mud. Like, what is it called? Like a muddy I've seen, color. I've seen some it's YouTube like a, things about it recently. Yeah, Chebe. Chebe, Chebe. powder. Mm -hmm. And um, C H E. B E, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. um, but like they would just like you know put it in the hair and they would just plait their hair and plait their hair and put it and like boy their hair was so long and so strong and so healthy and I was just like I fucking wish like I wish I wish I was amongst my people so that they can be all up in my hair and just putting all good shit in my hair so my hair can be strong and long and manageable <laughs> honestly it's crazy like i know that dr they're like obsessed with hair like there's always so like i know that when you we go to dr's family that like, you always got to go to the stores and get all like the dominican creams and stuff mm -hmm. like we're just like i feel like hair is such a vital part of 
of who and not just us like even when i was doing research it was also like what they asked why do like yogis always or like those shamans in india that have like super Mm -hmm. long hair or i think sheiks have super long hair um or Mm -hmm. you know they keep it in their um in their in their yeah yeah and and these are the men usually have these super long hair Mm -hmm. their beards and one of the responses like Mm -hmm. i mean if you even like even the jewish community like the little curls that they have on the side it's just amazing how people how people what we've done with the thing that goes on the top of our hair you know and and i love i love that everybody especially like when you look at in Africa or like the diaspora, how everyone has interpreted it differently. And I love that the natural hair movement came at the time that it did for me specifically, at least, because I used to relax my hair like every other Dominican mm-hmm. girl in the world. Um, mm-hmm. And and just, I feel like now seeing, like speaking to my dad, who's a hairstylist. So that's another thing too. I think I'm so attached to hair. My mom and my dad are both hairstylists. I used to make a joke that I was born in a salon because my dad was the my mom was an apprentice in my dad's shop, and that's how she learned everything. And then they ended up together. That is so funny. That's so yeah. Cool. So I, I've hair has always been a big thing in my life. But um, yeah. There's one thing I wanted that's to so say. Funny. It was born in a hair. Oh, that's what my dad says. So my dad still lives in Dominican Republic, and we all know Dominican Republic and their race issues and self hate issues and colorism issues, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The list goes on. I do love my people still. So I know. Um, so um he told me how like because i used to i would go to dr on vacation and my hair was like this big afro like not even that big of an afro like i wish i had a real afro oh now now mm-hmm. that i dyed it but you had a curly you had, had a curly a fro. curl fro, yeah and um you know and then dr get the new pahong which is like you have like they're like you're just crazy you look like you you just you you didn't brush your hair like you don't even care how you look mm-hmm. it's just in dr like having curly pahong or whatever just you look unkempt mm-hmm. like you didn't care about it thing right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he tells me how everyone now is wearing curly hair and i'm like yes he finally like that's how you wow. make it it's, it's a slow change it was a slow change the last time i went to dr was in 2012 and you know people still look at me crazy as human as it is they were looking wow. at me crazy can you imagine uh but now they're all people people wearing their hair curly and i'm just that's what i'm saying like sometimes change is slow but it's it's good changes too Happen. Yeah, change is necessary. Change is gonna happen whether you like it or not. So do not be a cat and be stubborn, be mutable. No, you gotta be like um Nemo, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. You know, you gotta just keep swimming. That's pretty much. I do wanna mention yeah. just real quick that the transit Mars going retrograde on September 9th until November 13th. Yeah. Let yeah. me just tell you Mark this no wonder why my laptop and fucking in this anchor app was acting retarded oh sorry it was acting crazy. let me tell you mars mars is a sign that um mars is the uh planet of war <clears throat> so you know my political ass this is why i'm telling you the patreon mm. i should have should be like astrology and politics <laughs> because- yo i mean what's no we're starting tomorrow okay um send me your money host i'm just kidding you guys are not hosts. Did you ever just call my audience? Look, send me your money. Um, <laughs> Only fans. Yeah. Only astrology. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let me stop. Only astrology. I love it. Only astrology. I <clears throat> so not only is Mars going retrograde, but Mars will be square. Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn. And all the wait a minute. So I'm about to get beat up, is what you said. I'm about to get no, jumped. not even. This is the, this, so this this is how I'm interpreting it from the little bit of research that I did. But we will delve deeper in um my our Patreon. Just stay tuned, okay? So um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jupiter, Pluto, mm-hmm. and Saturn have been in the sign of Capricorn since like pretty much the beginning of the year, or like uh, for a while now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're gonna do a square, like a square aspect. That's how like that's you know like in chess you can only move a certain way. So that's like the square. They're in a square to Mars during the during the retrograde. Um, a square usually means tension, and Mars is a planet is going to be in Aries. So Aries, they want to keep moving. They want to. They do not want to stand still. Mm-hmm. This aspect of being stuck in this square with um, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn is going to be very like imagine like um, like a powder keg, you know, like it's just all this fire inside of like a. Okay, next. Yeah, so I'm gonna get jumped. Nice girl. I think collectively we're all gonna get jumped. But I will say this: I've 
honestly i have i did uh, yes honestly but i have decided to start working on my mindset of how i live life mm -hmm. and um not be so doom and gloom mm -hmm. because that's not helping anybody uh, anybody. at all so mm -hmm. i'm thinking yes it's gonna be a powder keg but that powder keg can very much be in the people's favor um Again, this is why I don't want to get too much into politics. So this is not the, this is not the mm -hmm. we're going to have the space for that. But just keep in mind the dates, September 9th to November 13th. Mars is going to go retrograde. Just keep it chill. Do not get, to, if you can't, listen, meditate. I definitely recommend meditating. Mm -hmm. Bubble baths, anything that's going to keep your, keep you off your edge. Because I feel like a very edgy, like very like ready to punch the girl behind me at the supermarket that's too close, you know, like. That kind of energy is kind of like what I think we'll we'll feel on an individual level besides the collective world level. So, but I think we'll all be okay. We just gotta keep swimming. Just keep swimming. That's my TED talk, all right? <laughs> any oracle card? Are we doing any okay. cards today? Sorry if I interrupted you, Mama. Yeah, we are. I, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, we are. I'm just processing. I'm just no, no, no. I'm just are you tired of me yet? I'm interrupting you. Um, you always interrupt me, but Sorry, that's fine. Excited. I'm actually, no, honestly, I'm not much of a talker, so there's that. Um, I'm just processing because, like, my Piscean ass is finna get beat the fuck up. I really need to, like, ground myself from yesterday. Yeah, and that Mars so, and Aries is um, all fire energy, and I feel like as a water mm -hmm. sign, that's a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then we're in Virgo season, which is my opposing sign, and I'm also a Virgo moon. Oof. I already texted you at the beginning of the Virgo of Virgo season. I already told you how I felt. Like, yeah, it's okay, <laughs> Mama. <laughs> I know. I, I, I tweeted my friend earlier, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> Girl, it's tough. It's tough, honestly. Hello? Hi. Did you see I typed my name? Yo, I was like, <laughs> yo... Yo, bro. When I, that's why I was like, uh, hello? <laughs> you thought it was the FBI and shit. Bro, I don't know what the fuck that was. Why did you do that? Because I'm tired of doing money. It's like the fourth time I try it, you know? That's what I read it that Mars, Mars and Aries retrograde energy right there. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, that's facts. That's facts. Um, so yeah do you have any cards for us any oracles? yeah i do so i actually um i don't know why when i was picking up the new tarot deck that i had recently got i'm still learning so you know i'm just messing with these um my love tarot cards popped out like they kind of spilled all over so i was like oh you guys want to come back and play sure so i have six cards for guys for you guys so the first one I'm going to read is from the um, Island Time Wellness deck. Um, it, I call it a love tarot deck because it has like dating and stuff in it. But a lot of it also is like love for self um, and love for life. So that's what I mean by love deck, not only just relationships. So the first card that came out is abundance. Keep a positive Ooh. mindset. Ooh. And didn't just say that? Okay. Yep. Girl, I'm on to something. You're on to something, mama. So keep a positive mindset. Manifest exactly what you want. Gratitude and bliss. Underneath that, which is funny, because I didn't even make the connection until just now, from my new deck, the Urban Tarot, um, the first card that came out is Knight of Dips, which is also known as Knight of Temples, right? Um, and he is the gourmet chef. And when you think about a gourmet chef, right, they're perfectionists, right? And they're always dreaming of their next plate to create. You get what I'm saying? And they're yeah. always trying to better their last project. They're always trying to one up their last project. We're in Virgo season. Virgos are perfectionists. Yeah. Okay? Look at Beyonce. And she is abundant as fuck. Okay? Girl, tell them. Okay. And my so my Mercury is in Virgo. So I feel like when Virgo season hits, it's always like, I need to get everything together right now. This is 
Mm. This is like my Super Bowl almost like. Mm-hmm. And which makes sense because my I'm a Libra, so my birthday's next month. So this is my twelfth hour, technically. You wow. Know? So now it's, wow. I need to get everything together. So I feel like also having my communication, my planning sector of my soul be in Virgo, it's like such good timing, I feel like. Yo, yo, listen. And like and with the ten of pentacles, like for those that are you know, like, it's fucking grind time. It's fucking go time. It is grind time. It is go time. And you don't have time for distraction. Yeah. Um, whether whether that grind time be physical, which it most likely will be, or spiritual, right? Um, which it probably will be, too, because this whole year is very, it's a very um, <clears throat> ancestral, spiritual one. But um, on a physical side, I do think it's interesting that the Ten of Pentacles was under abundance. Um, so that was interesting. So then we have the date card, meeting someone new, dating, getting back out there, planning for seven a date. Now I'm going to kind of go beyond that and say, you know, it's more than going on a romantic date. I feel like a lot of people right now is like, what am I doing and where am I going? And a lot of people are looking for like jobs, and yeah. um, and is getting interviews, and interviews are is 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 technically a date, right? You're setting up a date to meet someone and to flaunt your shit and show them what you got, right? So flaunt your shit and show them what you got, um, and this goes back to the abundance and the hard work and and you know bettering yourself and doing and, and going into a position that is better than your last whether it be for yourself or for the company for a dream job um underneath i feel like that, every time we do these you sort of reading me like all right <laughs> <laughs> uh get out of my head weirdo <laughs> get out of my head weirdo i'm sorry <laughs> sorry this is for the collective and you're part of the collective <laughs> Girl, I am the collective. <laughs> I wish we had some sound effects. Like, soon, soon they come in. The producer's we're, working on them, all right? Right, that's facts. We're going to have a soundboard coming soon. <laughs> and the first time we're going to use this. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, moving forward. Moving forward because we will go off on a tangent of joke. So, underneath the date card, you have the Eon card, right? And so my best way to describe that card is it's about looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing yourself um, being a part of a bigger picture. Yeah. Right. Um, looking at the grand scheme of things. Right. And you know, the, the Eon card is the judgment card in the major arcana. And the judgment card really is exactly what it sounds like, right? Um, it sounds like you, you have to make a judgment or there's a judgment being placed upon you. And the judgment is fair and it will be based on fairness, right? And so when you are looking for stability, when you're looking for abundance, when you're looking for jobs, like you have to use your better judgment, which means that you have to um, look inside self and say, what the fuck do I really want? And what can I offer for the collective? How, what, what am I supposed to do to better myself and to better those around me? Um, also trying to see yourself in the eyes of who came before you, the judgment card, because in the traditional tarot deck, the judgment card is, is a whole bunch of people coming out of the ground, right? It's almost like the rapture. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll see this angel blowing a trumpet um, and you see people reaching up to the heavens, right? Um, souls, in a sense, is our ancestors ascending, right? So reach out to our ancestors, reach out to those who came before us and channel their strength, channel their wisdom, those who um, who support you, right? Because uh, not all ancestors are the best ones, 
okay? So when you ask for your spiritual team, be it your ancestors, your angels, your spirit guides, what have you, always ask for those of benevolence. Always ask for those who want to see you win, okay? Yeah. Reach out to them um, and, and ask them to help guide the judgment call that you need to, that you need to make um, concerning whatever option or whatever road you need to go down. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then the last two, because that's two more. So the last two is coffee cups. So coffee cups, again, is meeting and conversing, savoring the moment, feeling uplifted and friendship, which goes back to the date card, which is meeting someone new, um, getting back out there, planning and setting a date. So now you set this date, now you set up this, if you're talking from um, a principle, from a, a earth point of view, now you set up this interview and you done gone, you done gone through a few interviews and you're like, mm, this isn't it. But there's one interview that you're about to pass and you're like, I think this is it, this feels good, right? Yeah. Um, converse, savor that moment. And when you're feeling good in those interviews, when you're feeling positive, when you're feeling uplifted, hold on to that because that energy is reciprocated and someone will notice yeah um and underneath and and it also says friendship too right so like lean on your support system be it old support system or be open to new support systems um a lot of us have a hard time opening up a lot of us have a hard time um, meeting new people, but how do we expect to grow? How do we expect to advance our thoughts? You know, having conversations like what you and I had earlier. Yeah. It's not that we're bantering. It's not that we're, you know, fucking going at each other's necks. It is an intellectual conversation, and it is raising both of our vibrations and both of our thinking patterns. And not just with the conversation, but knowing you could like have a conversation like that with a friend, like a real friend, mm-hmm. you can have a conversation mm-hmm. like that. If you're not a real friend, it's not gonna end well, <laughs> you know. Right? Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's also, that yeah, like lifts, lifts, like levels, uh, levels us up as friends too, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not just mentally, but like friendship wise. Friendship wise. Yo, we yeah. mad corny, yo. Feeling uplifted. <laughs> I, love you, I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> All right, so then the last card is the Princess of Swords, um, which is known as the Activist, okay? So um, the Princess of Swords, it rep- she represents the earthy part of air, right? Ooh, you know I love energy swords, air. That's fact. So swords is air energy. So we talked about the Knight of Dips. This is Pentacles. Pentacles is very earthy. And the Knight of Pentacles is actually more of the fiery. Gotta you gotta you, yeah. you better get to work. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Princess of Swords is even though she is air, she's very grounded. She's very earthy. Um, and and she's also fixated on the volatile, meaning she has to correct. It's very justice, right? Very justice like. Like she has to correct all the wrong you know what I mean she's coming here to be like um this ain't right this ain't right mm-hmm. this ain't right either this doesn't feel good that doesn't feel good so let's try again um she also represents the influence of heaven upon earth right um because when she comes she very not queen yet right not queen yet so very youthful but with positive uplifting, loving, nurturing energy, um, defending you, fighting with you and fighting for you, um, fearless, you know what I mean? A, not too cautious, but cautious enough. Yeah. Um, I do think that she, I do think that it's important to channel this energy because she's very logical and very clever. And she's very stable and very practical. And that kind of ties into the night of this, right? Because in order for you to perfect your craft, be it for yourself or for your dream job or your dream company, right? You have to, you have to work on it. 
you got to work on it. You got to be logical. You got to be strategic. Um, she is not intimidated. She cannot be swayed. Okay. And she's also very environmental. So tying it into what's going on right now, um, a lot of us is getting into that, that moment, that mode be it fighting in the streets for black lives, be it um, trying to save our crops and save our food and save our earth, be it um, reconnecting our people and even ourselves to our old ways, right? Like, no matter what, this person is not wavered, this person is not distracted. So do not allow all of the negative banter, all of the going back and forth, distracting from what your true purpose is yeah um a lot of people feel feel kind of lost and kind of and kind of feel like they're floating in the wind and, and confused um ground yourself right like really sit with yourself and be like um what the fuck do i want <laughs> <laughs> what do i want and be specific right like i feel like we said this before many times like you know, you have to create the life. Like, we can really create the life that we desire. We just have to do the work, and a lot of us don't want to do that work. So channel that Knight of Pentacles energy. Channel that um, the Princess of Swords energy. And and really get to work. Piriana. <laughs> you said Piriana. <laughs> um, no, it sounds good. Um, honestly, a lot of what you said again, I always feel like you're reading me because everything about finding work, channeling, like really putting the work in, which I really feel like I've been trying, but it's hard. It's a lot because I feel like I always have a million things going on at once. Mm-hmm. But that's why my Virgo Mercury comes in and makes me write a lot of lists and I get through mm-hmm. them little by little. I get through them. So yeah. definitely, definitely yeah. just keep fucking going. Like whatever you're working on, just keep swimming. That's like the motto of this, of this episode. Yep. Keep swimming and protect their head. Protect their head and protect their neck. Absolutely. Period. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed um, our conversation today. And we will see you soon. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.